Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf? But have you got a clue? Or are you a big old kook? Since there's a million ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a thing or two. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason we started KookCast. Say it with me. The more I know, the less I kook it. <laughs> so bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom, one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. And don't forget, go check out the site. We got that membership area all built out and done. Pretty amped on it. It is kick ass. I might be a little biased. All right, check it out. I got a really cool episode for you this week. And it all came from the fact that I didn't have an episode for you this week. <laughs> I, uh, I was kind of in a bind. Um, and so I'm going to hang out with the crew the night before. It's supposed to be my release day for the podcast. And if you're a true, true follower, you know that I'm a day late. It's Wednesday that I'm releasing this. Uh, but never mind that. Night before release day, and I'm like, damn it, I don't have anything to release or anything I want to release. So, uh, you know, my plans for sunset and the crew and hanging with the crew is not going to be put off. That's for damn sure. You know, you got to make sure your priorities are straight. Sunset's important. Got to catch it. Got to be with people. Surround yourself with positivity. Um, but while I'm doing that, I'm thinking to myself, why don't I just bring my microphones with me and see if I can extract a story out of one of, uh, out of, one of the crew? And uh, so as it turns out, my buddy Doug, who's recorded with me before for the show, uh, he has a great story. And I know this because the last time we recorded, he texted me right after the recording and was like, damn it, dude, I had such a good story. I should have told it. I don't know why I didn't think of it, blah, blah, blah. And uh, well, it just it kind of came to the rescue for this episode. And it's actually it's a pretty classic story. And I'll actually have to post some of the photos and videos on the website, on the episodes page, so you can check out the the visual to supplement the story because it's it's pretty all time. And I don't want to ruin a bit of it. I'm gonna just let Doug tell it. But um, it's basically the theme is surf trips gone wrong. <laughs> and so we had it was a great setting. I actually was really stoked on it, and I think I'm gonna do this kind of style more often because. I thought that it kind of captured the the essence of, you know, the speaker a little bit more than, than it than than you do when you're in like this interview. You're mic'd up. I'm mic'd up. I'm asking you questions. Style of you know speaking. It was much more natural, and you know a bunch of us were just around listening to him tell the story, and he was the only one mic'd up. So I think it in a way helped the dynamic be a little more natural. And that's kind of been like my pursuit with the podcast lately is how do I get this to be more natural? How do I bring you in to the group a little more and make you feel like you're not listening to an interview, but you're listening to just two surfers talk? Um, yeah, anyway, so here we go. Check this story out. It's a funny one. Doug is the man. He's a great surfer, and this is a great story. Do you know that feeling in class when... Uh, the teacher is like, all right, everyone, it's the first day of class or whatever. Everyone's, we're going to go around and just say like a couple things about yourself. 
Worst. And you have this feeling oh, like, God. I just want it to be over with already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I feel. I think I've said the wrong name. That's how I feel it right now. The way right now. No, no, I'm just. I was hoping. No, I'm happy to do it, but I want to do it. Okay. I, yeah, I don't want to force you, but you are good. You are good. If I tell the story well, use it. If not, it's a story that's worth being told correctly. So we'll redo it another time. How about that? All right. So I think the good news is. One more problem with that theory, though, is that you're probably not going to like the way you tell it, no matter what. That's true. But I don't think I've ever told you this story. And I don't think I've ever. Yes. I have? I've never heard this story. Where is this story? Is it it was traveling? This is the car on fire story? Yeah. Like 12 times. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Give me the clip and I will tell the story. (laughs) Let's clip Jackie up. Let's get her to tell the story. It's Costa Rica. (laughs) It's Christmas Eve. I had... uh, I had actually been in London for a work trip, so I had like the most random stuff with me that you would never bring on a surf trip, like a nice, and I, I hardly even own this stuff, so this was like the one item of these things I had, like nice blazer, really nice shoes, <laughs> et cetera, and so forth. And I had my two buddies, my friend Adam, who I don't think you guys would know, and John Michael, or people call him Gretzky, used to work at Sauce. Um, they were nice enough to pack up my boards and my stuff and bring it down to Costa Rica for me. They got there two days earlier. And what's cool about Costa Rica in the winter is you can go to either side. Like you don't know where the, you can just buy a ticket and then figure out later where you're gonna go. And they had been on the Pacific side. I took an Uber and I met them. They got a rental car and they were like, Doug, you're gonna be so pissed off because the guy forced us to get the rental car insurance. And and you know it cost it like a bunch of money and I was like whatever guys it happens like because you can fight that you can be like I don't yeah, need the insurance yeah. my credit card has it or this or that right, right. and um, so we decided to go we surfed in the morning on the Pacific side it was cool and then we saw a swell for the Caribbean side so we were driving across the country which sounds more dramatic than it is but it's a bit of a drive and uh, this car was brand new like so brand new that the plastic was still like on the lights um, like where you'd peel it like off. That film that yes, you'd peel exactly. Off it had phone. the car had like 10 kilometers on it when we got it. It was as brand new as it, as it gets. It was a Hyundai Tucson, and the car was fine, like totally fine. John Michael was driving the whole time. We had passed like we were on like the last bit of when you go get down to the Caribbean side, and we stopped to pee and take a break. And then I figured I'd get in the car and drive like the rest of it. And I was driving like totally normal. It's one lane each direction. And I thought we went over this speed bump or something. Like the car made this like weird thud sound. And we're like, what was that? And we like looked back to see if we lost boards or something happened. And then like all of a sudden the car is smoking, which like if your car is like smoking out of the hood, it's kind of scary. Like that's never really happened to me before. And then we were like, oh, oh crap. And there was no shoulder, like no shoulder at all. Like you couldn't pull over. You'd just like fall off the side of the road. Was so, mountains? It wasn't mountains. And it, was, it wasn't fair to call it a cliff either, but there was just no shoulder. There was like, like serious growth on either side of the road. And- Are you like halfway there or almost there? We are probably like two thirds of the way to our destination, but we're still like three hours away. And we, I, I just like, I'm, oh crap. And I just slam like basically on the brakes. Before the car stops, the car's on fire. 
the like the hood oh. is on fire and there are flames coming out of the hood. And now we're in like pure freak out mode. Like as you can imagine, like holy shit. And you know, we're probably just all screaming like the car's on fire. <laughs> and running around it like we, yeah. it was pa- it was oh, strapping the board. It was as pandemonium as it gets. Like you feel like you're in a movie. And I don't know if I'm like dreaming of this, how I always remember it, but I remember like this feeling of opening the door and I don't know if it was talking about the oxygen, but I saw like flames shoot out like underneath the car when I did that. And I was like, oh my God, I have to get out of this car. And we basically just like ran away from the car as fast as we could and left like everything in it. And then we're like watching it and we're like, basically the words, oh my God, were said so many times while we're watching this car. And we went to the back. We like opened up the back because the hood was on fire, not the back. And we like grabbed our backpacks, which were there. But like our suitcases and a couple other things were like tucked underneath. And the problem is like we tied our boards on the roof so good. We had three boards each and like all of our surf gear was in our board bags. And they were tied up so good. Like multiple canvas straps, multiple, like we tied a rope around it for some reason. Like, I don't know. It was like the, the most thorough roof tie job you've ever seen in your life. And there was no question. Like we did not have time to sit there and like take the boards off the roof. Untie your double knot. John Michael ran to the car like a total lunatic and grabbed, he, he had his cell phone, but my cell phone and Adam's cell phone were up front in the cup holders. And he went and grabbed our phones because he was so nervous that we were the only people that had international service. And that was a really bad move because at the same time he did that, like I've learned now uh, the chronology of how a car goes up in flames. And one of the things that happens is the tires blow out. And that happened like three seconds after he was up there. It would have been so bad. Um, As this is happening, we were just in shock like people started obviously like we're on we're on the national highway so like no one could go around it on either direction apparently we stopped traffic for like four hours or something like that um chris if you post this you should post the video because it's 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 absolutely absurd and of course the car is like seriously in flames like very much so in flames and within five or ten minutes there's nothing left of the car like the the bomberos like the costa rican fire department come they put the car out it's it it looks it looks like a car from like 40 years ago like like that's just gone through like the craziest fire and all of our we lost three surfboards each it's actually like First of all, then we're like on the phone with the car rental company to explain this to them. And we were, they were like, yeah, yeah, we're just gonna, we're just gonna send, we'll send a car. Do we just wanna like, um, we're gonna send a tow truck to pick up the car so we can fix it. And I was like, there is no car. <laughs> You're not fixing this. It's no longer a car. It's just like a it's piece of fixable. metal that's like in the road. It's become one with the road. And they were like, no, no, no. And I was fine. Like, my Spanish is okay, but I put them on the phone with the police because I was like, please explain to them that there's no more car and they don't need a tow truck. And they finally got the idea. And uh, I don't know. It was a big deal. Um, 
we so was it actually did it turn out to be a good thing that you had the car insurance yes of course it turned out to be a good thing we had the car insurance <laughs> <laughs> it was like the best <laughs> it was like the best thing that ever happened and i will never not get the car insurance again that was like just the luckiest thing that ever happened and it's so lucky that i was in london and it had nothing to do with that because i would have right. fought, it to, fought it to the end wow. Um, wow, wow, wow. anyway w what happened we lost so much it's almost embarrassing how much value you travel around with as a surfer like it's a lot of money all those boards and tail pads and everything <laughs> like it adds up um we then went like they drove us i think to uh porto viejo which is the caribbean side of costa rica <laughs> we have no surfboards i happen to like know a local guy there they don't have any surf shops there because the crime is so bad so we had to like find boards through a couple local guys that gave us boards and like we tried to make the most of the trip but it was like it was a pretty rough christmas eve to oh, say the christmas least eve. Um, you come back on that <laughs> yeah it was you christmas eve beginning, i think oh yeah, yeah and Damn. i don't know it was heavy it was really heavy because like seeing the car and i'll show you the photos later but like seeing a car that you were just inside of and like terrible brand new so what ultimately was the problem? Like, why did it go up in flames? I'm not a car guy. I have no idea. <laughs> so, you never, so you never found out why? They the said, no, know, they, the they, they like to the end of time were like, we don't know, that's crazy. And like, they're, they're not wrong. Like cars are no, not supposed to go crazy, on fire. Yeah. Um, people that I've told this story to, some people are like, oh yeah, that can happen. I'm like, uh. <laughs> I mean, that happens in Hollywood. Yeah, so. <laughs> I will say the car rental company who I will not name like they we were fair like we they were like hey we're like hey look like this was bad <laughs> like can you guys maybe reimburse us for our trip or for our belongings and like they were really cool and we were really fair with like we didn't try to like over like, estimate over the situation yeah, yeah, yeah. we like, just said what we lost and they and they, 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 they paid us out no they didn't even make us sign anything. Well, why wouldn't you want to name the company if they were that solid about it? Uh, I just still feel, I feel like out of respect to them because right. because they paid us out and didn't make us sign anything. Um, I don't enough, know. No one yeah, wants yeah. to be like, I'm going to pick that company because yeah, 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 yeah. one of their cars went on fire once. Yeah, yeah. Actually, probably won't happen again. But no, it probably wouldn't. But no, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Um, and then like 10 days later, we'd we went back the same air the same way uh we we didn't we, we did not rent a car like we just took cabs the rest of the trip and uh <laughs> still there on the side of the road it cabs was just like still like there was the car at one point they, they must have dragged it away but all the ashes were still there like wow. there were still a lot of remnants of the car but wow, that's heavy. so that was with john michaels that was with john michael and my, and my buddy adam um who i don't think He's like a mass Pico dude that ended up moving up to New Hampshire. Uh -huh. But uh, it was heavy. It was like a pretty, I don't know, when you have like, and then Jackie always hears me joke about this, but like there was things that I'd be like, where am I, where's my black hat? Or like, where's this? And I'd be like, oh, I lost it in the fire. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that, that was going on for like six months where I'd be like, where is that? And How long ago was this? This was probably, this was Christmas 2000. 16. Um, yeah, it was really hectic. Like, really, really hectic. I remember, like, the next morning, I got up early and was just, like, 
I went in like for a walk. <laughs> like I couldn't even like, I, I just was like thinking about what happened. I was like, holy shit, I almost died yesterday. And they say most people die because they don't get out of the car quick enough and you get trapped in it. And then you start thinking like, oh, I'm safer in the car than out of the car. And then it gets worse and well, if there's fire all around the yeah, car, you're like, like oh, okay, I'm here and I'm safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you need uh, to you get, get you need to get out of that car as right. quick as possible. Right, right, right. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was a pretty moment, but but we honestly we didn't have one scratch on us, so our surf trip was ruined. But that was so lucky.